0: welcome everybody um you know over the the summer we're going to be doing something a little bit different we're going to be watching uh starting a series called the chosen we're going to be watching it we're going to be discussing it um and so we won't necessarily be recording it live but i do want uh anybody who's out there to be able to participate with us if they can't join us um and so that's what this is about Mm -hmm. is we're going to start this series called the chosen uh a series, a kind of a TV show, based on the true stories of the Gospels of Jesus Christ, and over the summers, we'll be uh, over the summer we'll be discussing what it means to be chosen by looking at the passage in Isaiah and referencing plenty of more Scripture. And so, first off, why why do this? Why study such an old text from the Old Testament? You know, first the reason why. Is because what we call the Old Testament is the only Bible Jesus ever used. Um, You know, he could take any scripture from the Old Testament and point everyone and anyone to him and on how he was the Son of God who had come to save the world from its sins, from death, from evil, from darkness. You know, he, he came to call people into a new life, into a new light. You know, he knew that the Old Testament told story after story from history that all pointed to humanity's deep-seated need for him as Lord and Savior. And so we dig into the Bible to further discover why Jesus came for us and what it means that he has chosen us, because the incredible truth is that he has. Jesus, God himself, has chosen us to be his. And so I hope you will join us throughout the summer, whether you're here with us, Southwest Parks, Genuine Youth Ministries, or if you can't join us physically, here's how you can still participate. You can listen here on our uh, podcast kind of setup. Um, you're going to want to download the Chosen app. Just the Chosen. Type that into your app store and you'll find it because it's free and you can watch season one. And they're coming out with season two right now all for free. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. So you're going to want to get the Chosen app to watch season one with us. Um, and you might consider also getting the study guide, type it up on Amazon, um, or look it up on Google and you you can probably find it. You can go to the chosen gift shop. I'm not sure exactly how to get there, but it's pretty easy. I'm sure you can figure it out, but they have this study guide that that's amazing. I've, I've enjoyed going through it myself and I'm excited to lead our students and adults and others into this as well. But, uh, Anyway, so so listen here. Watch uh, the chosen app um, and consider uh, the study guide. Um, and so, just real quick, um, that that's kind of what we're doing. And so, the way this will work is, you will want to watch each episode before participating with us, whether you're here or listening. Um, so now, if you want. I'm gonna pray, and then and then you just pause this, come back to this later, um, and go watch episode one of season one. So, Father God, I just thank you that you're giving us the opportunity to dive into your word, to be to be driven towards your word, because God, you've left your word for us as as a love letter, as a as a way to introduce us to who you are and what Jesus has come to do, and. And God, to answer this question that we're going to be talking about, what it means to be chosen. God, you answer that question through your word. And so, God, as we watch the show that drives us towards towards your word, help us to remember um, what it means to be chosen. And as we discuss it and explore that. God, we just thank you for who you are. God, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross, who rose from the grave giving us uh, eternal life, defeating death, sin, and darkness, and giving us new life on earth um, through, through his sacrifice and his victory. You know, he gave us that same victory as well. So, God, we just thank you, and it's in your name that we pray, Lord. Amen. All right, so now go watch episode one of season one and then come back here. All right, now that you've watched it, um, we're going to keep going. And I just want to start with the scripture that, that was quoted at the beginning um, and at the end. And it's, it's just an amazing scripture, one that we're going to be focusing on quite a bit as we go through this. Isaiah 43, verse 1 says, Now this is what the Lord says, The one who created you, Jacob, the one who formed you, Israel, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. This is the passage that we'll be focusing on as we answer what it means to be chosen. And I encourage you to go read this for yourself. Read all of Isaiah 43. Grab a Bible, get the Bible app, whatever, and, and just read this whole chapter. And you might see um, throughout this whole chapter why it's our focus passage, why we're looking at this so much. But this, this scripture um you know, it, it, this is what God is saying. This is what the Lord is declaring. He's talking to all of his chosen people. You know, if, if you follow the Old Testament a little bit, um, God uh, uh, chose this man named Abraham to kind of be the f- forefather of his nation, of his people. Jacob was his son. Um, Isaac or, or, or Israel was uh, from all of them, all of him, you know, Jacob, Isaac, and I mean, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it's confusing. But he's talking to you and me. You know, if, if you're a believer, he's talking to us. Um, if, you, if you're if you a created human of God, which we all are, he wants us, you know, he, he's calling out to us. He wants us to be his chosen, his called. And so anyway, God's speaking to his people saying, Man, look, the Lord, the one who created you, the one who formed you, he's calling out to you. He says, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. We're going to talk more about that in just a moment. But again, this whole show is meant to help us answer the question, that question of what, what it means to be chosen, by driving us into the Scripture, by driving us into Isaiah 43 and many, many other passages. So I again, I encourage you, grab a Bible, a pen, a pad, write down these scriptures and read them because it's so, so important that we're in the Word. You know, this show is great and all, but even the creators, they know the Word is the inspiration for the show. They know that the Word and the Spirit in our hearts through Jesus Christ, our our belief in Him, that the Word can change our lives dramatically. And so, dive into the Word. So, let's kind of do a little bit of both. Um, It starts with scene one. Uh, Mary dreaming or remembering her childhood, um, what to do when, when she's scared. And her dad kind of quotes that scripture, fear not, I've called you by name, you are mine. A beautiful way to start the show. Um, and, and that's kind of uh, something to remember ourselves. When we know who the God is who has called us, and again, scripture helps reveal that to us, helps us reveal uh, who God is, who His character is, um, how He is the Heavenly Father and 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 the God of, uh, of compassion and and comfort and graciousness and patience and and loving kindness and truth and faithfulness. When we understand who God is, we don't have to fear. And I think that's one of the you know a main point, a, a point of some kind. Um, in this first episode is, man, we don't have to fear when we are, man, His. When we are know who He is and we claim to be His and He claims us. You know, one of the main points today and probably the main point is, you know, answering that question, what does it mean to be chosen? It means that you are called. Man, you are called through Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, Son of God, the one who died on the cross and rose from the grave. You are called to be His disciple, follower, his, God's child, heir of the kingdom, um, fill in the blank, but but you are called. See, God knows you. He's called you by name. He knows everything about you. He's called you to redeem you. And redeem, re- redemption is just a word, meaning bringing you back into right relationship, restoring you um, to where we were supposed to be. And how does he do this? Again, he does this through Jesus. Just real quick, you know, you look at Scripture, and I encourage you, again, look at Genesis 1, 2, and 3, you see how God creates a perfect world, a great world, where creation is booming, it's amazing, you know, humanity's happy, they're walking with God, it was heaven on earth, they were walking with God, like literally, Um, I don't know how God walks, but he was, (laughs) And, and you see this amazing picture of God walking with his called people, his created people, his people in relationship with him. Um, and then it all falls apart. We choose sin, we rebel against God. Um, it put, creates this invisible separation, cavern, um, canyon, whatever you want to call it, between us and God. Um, and, and and God, ever since then, has been fighting To help us realize that we are still his called ones and chosen ones, even though we've rejected him. Um, And he wants us to choose him back. And the way we do that is through Jesus. He restores us, redeems us in relationship with Jesus. And so anyway, uh, does it mean to be chosen? It means that you are called. You are called just like Mary was and just like so many others are going to be. So in this episode... We're introduced to several people uh, who will help answer over the season, what does it mean to be chosen? You know, Mary, for one, we see such an awesome moment with her that she is called out of the most obvious kind of darkness, um, being possessed by seven demons that have destroyed her life. Um and, and it's, it's amazing because even though her life, and, and maybe you connect with her, and that's kind of one of the questions today, is who do you connect with? And it will be one as we keep going throughout this whole season. But maybe you connect that you just feel like your life has just been upended. It's, it, it, it's been um, demolished in many ways that you feel like you can't pick up the pieces and, and bring it back. Or maybe you've been at a point Um, where you felt that way, that you were at rock bottom and you couldn't climb out. And you might feel like you're at a point of that, like that in the future, whether you're saved or not. We we experience great hardship in this world. But even though we do, you know, for example, Mary being possessed by seven demons have destroyed her life. Jesus was still able to call her by name to restore, redeem her life for something amazing. Um you know, Mary's, a, I love what they've done with the character, but we don't see much of her in Scripture. But we know she was there, and we know that she was active. Um, you know, if you look, and I encourage you, go, actually, we'll read this one together, Luke 8, 1 through 3. Um, it says, Afterward, Jesus was traveling from one town and village to another, preaching and telling the good news of the kingdom of God, Again, the good news is that even though uh, creation and, and, and had rebelled against God um, and sin separated us, all of that, that God is seeking to restore that, to bring his kingdom to us, to call us to be his and to have that redemption. Anyway, so that's the good news through Jesus. Anyway, so Jesus is sharing that. Um, and it says the 12 were with him. Verse 2, it says, uh, but also some women who had been healed um, of evil spirits and sickness. You know, one of which was Mary, called Magdalene, because that's where she was kind of from. Um, seven demons have come out of her. And then I mentioned some other uh, women's names. Um, but anyway, we, we barely see Mary in Scripture. But I think for us to realize more, even more so, of what it means to be chosen, it's such a great idea and and privilege that we have to think about this character that they've uh, cast as Mary um, and, and realize that she had to be in such a difficult place in order to, um, or, or she, she, she was in a difficult place and many of us are, but Jesus can even overcome all those things. See her character, I think is the main focus of this first episode, even though we're introduced to so many characters. Um, And she shows us what it means to be chosen by Jesus, that she was called, called into freedom, called into release, called into redemption. Um, And so, man, think about some of those things. Maybe you identify with that. Here's some more scripture to look at when it comes to Mary. Again, write these down. Look them up later. Um, Again, if you don't have a pen, pause it, go grab one, get ready. Here's the scripture. Um, John 11, 1 and 2. John 11, 1. Verse 28 through 33, John 19, verse 25, John 20, 1 through 18. There's a few places right there where you can see more about Mary, her interaction and in her life with Jesus. Um, and there's some others that a, a lot of people uh, would uh, say is her. Um, like one, for example, is Luke 7, 40 through 50. Um, they think that was probably Mary. Uh, But anyway, check those out and and allow God to speak to you through those scriptures. So let's keep going. We're introduced to Mary, but who else are we introduced to? We're introduced to this man named Nicodemus. And you can find part of his story, and we'll look at his story more and more later. But uh, you can find part of his story um, in scripture starting at John 3, verse 1 and, and most of that chapter. Again, we'll look at that one later. John 7. Uh, verse 50 through 51, John 19, verse 38 through 39. Uh, those are a couple places you can check out Nicodemus. But we're introduced to him as a man who is pretty confident in his spiritual status. He was a Pharisee. He was set apart for the Lord's service and therefore considered by those around him to be worthy of the honor, respect, and privilege that came with his position. He likely believed he was worthy of God's calling already, which which means his position and pride made him kind of slow to see his own desperate need for reconciliation, redemption, restoration um, with God. And so in this show, we see him um, kind of at the top of his game, but then something crazy happens. We saw, you know, he tried to drive these demons out of Mary. Now, if that actually happened, we don't know, but it could have happened. And that's kind of the point of the show is these things could have happened, but more so it's meant to drive us into scripture to see what is true and what that means for us. But we see Nicodemus, we see this both in the show and in scripture, start to ask questions, start to just wonder just a tiny bit, is God up to something here? Is he doing something um, that that, that I'm missing? Um, And how can I see what he's doing? And so you see that with Nicodemus. And so what about you? Do you connect with Nicodemus and his status, his confidence? Um, and even though he has all that, he's just as lost here because without Jesus, once again, we're hopeless regardless of how religious or spiritual we might seem we are. I know I definitely have connected with Nicodemus on, on multiple occasions um, as, a, as a pastor. I'm a, I'm, I'm a youth pastor here. I've been in ministry for several years now. And there's so many times where it's so easy to get wrapped up in my own checklist and and goodness and religion or practices or whatever that I kind of forget relationship with Jesus and how that is the key to everything. So I think this gives us another additional point to what does it mean to be chosen. It means we are called. Um, We're called and we don't have to fear. We're called to this amazing God. We're called out of darkness um, and, and struggle um, but we're also called not just by some status or achievement that we must uh, uh, achieve or do but we're called by Jesus who is above all of that that our status and achievement like what we have done doesn't matter jesus is what matters jesus is what is enough and so we can't we can't allow our pride and and, and distractions in life, comforts, or, or whatever, to get in the way of us coming to Jesus. Um, I think that's one kind of important thing here today. We're also introduced to Matthew, and again, we're going to talk about Matthew a little bit more, so I'll just say this. You know, Matthew was likely too busy living for himself to care whether or not he was worthy. He was pursuing his his own thing, mainly money. Um, he He understood the value of money and you know, he went after it, um, and, and you know he probably. I mean, I think that's just where he got stuck. He, he was stuck on uh, uh, what would what we would think of in our culture in life of achieving the American dream, um, and for a time it seemed that he was obl- oblivious to God's call on his life, and so maybe you feel like that that oh man, I've been chasing something that's never really produced an unending happiness. Uh, it's never really given me anything except a quick hurrah, and then I'm back down and, and just working and trying to achieve it again. Um, and we're going to see what it means to be chosen from Matthew's perspective as we go on. Um, and I love, I, I love all these characters. Um, they've done so great with them. Um, and I'll tell you more scriptures later on Matthew. But anyway, there's Matthew. We we're also introduced to Simon. Um, Matthew and Simon, actually, and Andrew. We we're introduced to Andrew a little bit as well. They're all going to be disciples of Jesus soon. We know that from scripture. Um, and we can see some of their characteristics and how they've, you know, chosen to use those characteristics in the show in an awesome way. Um, but Simon, you know, he, he seemed to wore, he, he kind of wore his messy heart on his sleeve. Um, he was sometimes prideful, some, sometimes insecure, sometimes uh, he just kind of rushed into things. Um, but I think we see him, and I think they've cast casted this character, displayed this character really well. That that he was self sufficient. He's like, I I'm gonna get this right. I'm gonna do this. Um, you know he 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 often seemed like he allowed his uh, strength to kind of get in the way or his wisdom or his knowledge to delay his understanding about what it means to just be with Jesus. And so we're introduced to all these characters. We're introduced to Andrew, the brother. Um, we'll see more about his character later as well. Um, and so one of the questions I have for you is, is who do you connect with so far out of the characters that you've seen in episode one? Who do you connect to and, and Why? think about that out of Mary Nicodemus Simon Matthew Andrew or maybe maybe any of the other guys um I just went completely blank on the Roman officer's name but maybe you connect with him that you're you're striving for power and and achievement in the military world um or maybe you're just a soldier doing your duty in a job um you're working with a guy named Matthew um Or or maybe you're somebody else. I mean, who do you identify with? That's important. But more importantly, who do you identify with and how does that relate to Jesus? How does that tie to Jesus? I want to end today just by reading a little bit out of the study guide and giving a few thoughts and closing with with the scripture that we started with. But but how does it all tie to Jesus? See, Jesus is our, our rescuer. The study guide here Again, if, if you, I think this is amazing and well done. Get it if you can. Um, but anyway, it says, God made the world and he loves what he's made. But we humans from the old to the new to right now have chosen to do our own thing, to go our own way, to defy the laws of God's creation, the boundaries he put in place that were meant for, for our good and his glory. Through sin, we've separated ourselves from the one who loves us, but because of His love, God's love, God made a way, one for sin to be atoned for, um, and its power in our lives defeated. For for the, what what that means is, for the payment of sin, you know, because God is just, and there needs to be a payment, uh, 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 some kind of judgment upon. Uh, what is against him and so for this payment for this sin to be atoned for and its power in our lives defeat to, to to be defeated god made a way for that but god also made a way for to for us to know our creator the way he intended you know there's a scripture that we're going to see uh here in several episodes later this summer it says for god so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son, Jesus, into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Jesus. So whoever believes in Jesus is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. That's John three sixteen through 18. See, again, Jesus came to live among us. But he didn't fall into the same traps that we did. He didn't sin. He came to rescue us from the penalty of sin, which is death, and eternal separation from a holy God. He came to rescue us from sin's power over us and its daily stranglehold on our lives. And all we have to do to be forgiven and welcomed into communion with God is to believe in the one he sent. That's it. To believe in Jesus. But also, that's everything. See, none of us is worthy of God's loving attention to be called by him and to accept his invitation through Jesus, to be chosen and rescued in spite of our absolute unworthiness. We're not worthy. We're not able to do that. But to be called and to accept his invitation, it requires us to trust him, which includes letting him make whatever changes to our lives that he deems best and when we do that fear no longer has its place remember that scripture in in, in, uh, Isaiah 43 verse 1 it says again this is what the Lord says the one who created you the one who formed you do not fear for I have redeemed you I have called you by your name you are mine See, don't be afraid. Fear not. God can redeem your choices and use them for good. Fear not. God can heal your heart, your body, and your relationships. Fear not. You were made for more than what you've experienced so far. Fear not. The king of the universe has called you by name. And so again, what does it mean to be chosen? I think kind of one of our first points here is that you are called. You are called by an amazing, incredible God. Who wants us to? Who wants you to know who He is? And so He sent this this person, this man, this Son of God, Jesus Christ, to live a sinless life, to to show us how to live a life of our own of abundance. But He died for you so that you don't have to. He died and took the the burden of sin so that you don't have to. I'm not saying that you're gonna live forever on this earth or whatever. Don't get me wrong, but he paid the penalty of your sin on that cross. And through that grave, he achieved victory and he offers it to you. What does it mean to be chosen? It means that you are called. So I hope you stick with us throughout the summer. And that you, man, discover a little bit more what it means for you to be chosen. For you to be chosen by God. But hold on to this first point that you are called. You are called by Jesus Christ to be a follower, to be his child, um, and to live a new life. So dive into scripture. Some of these that I've mentioned, go read, read some of them, go read them all. Um, and, and keep walking uh, in a relationship and newness. Um an adventure with christ so again last time what does it mean to be chosen you are called father god we just thank you that you've called us to be your children your people they've called us back into right relationship with you even though we messed it all up god speak to our hearts help us to take maybe those first steps of faith through belief and surrender and god uh Man, help us to take the next steps, whatever that looks like. So God, I just thank you that you've chosen me, that you've chosen us, um, and you've allowed us uh, to just follow you. God, thank you for allowing us to be your chosen. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen.